Welcome to The Courage Effect. I'm Suzanne Weller, and this is a show about growth and unleashing what's possible. You will hear inspiring stories about what courage looks like, how we navigate what's getting in our way, and the opportunities that surface when we choose courage over comfort. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. It's Suzanne, and I am thrilled to be in another conversation with you about courage. So today's guest is, um, she's all, she's a dear friend of mine and she has been instrumental in me building my business because when I took my business from a side hustle in 2020 and went to full-time, it was really important for Weller Collaboration to be successful and for me to be spending my time in the most effective way and paying attention to what I needed to to be spending it on and really, truly, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. So when you start a business, there's definitely quite a bit of um, lack of knowledge and you have to be comfortable with that. And I decided that I needed to partner somebody that was really going to help me to spend my time the most wisely, really help me get my value proposition together and help me to trust myself. That really was a big mantra for me was trust myself. And that partner was Lenora Edwards. Lenora Edwards is a business development consultant for CEOs. Her clients hire her to help them design, develop, and build their businesses on their own terms. Her value add is acceleration of the revenue generating process. She's known for helping those of us with especially unique value propositions, and many regard her as their ad hoc business partner who never tries to take equity. Her expertise spans professional services, retail and manufacturing in both domestic and international markets. And since launching her practice, her community of satisfied clients keeps growing, including me, nearly all by referral. It's her dream job and it shows. Lenora, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to The Courage Effect. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here. <laughs> <laughs> nice so to see you. As I Oh, thank you for being here. So as I said in the intro, um, you know, my mantra really was trust myself. And you were a big part <laughs> of, of helping me do that. When we partnered, it really was in support of that. And that does take a lot of courage. And I know that's one of the things that we've talked about a lot over the past few years is courage in trust. And I'd love for us to kick off with that as a topic. So as I, as I say that courage and trust, what surfaces for you? Well, it's the idea of honoring what's already there, what's valuable and what you know to be true and what you feel to be true. And um, it's it's really hard to do in a society that we're in, which is all about, you know, looking around and comparing and not necessarily and seeing, oh, is that a best practice? Is that a better way to do it? And or being competitive rather than going inside and saying, you know, I feel this and sense that, therefore the action I take will look like this, which will serve me and who I'm serving very well. And that was something I really admired about you from the get-go. You had a formidable um, corporate background. So you had a lot of business experience. So you came to the table just with lots of um, insights and skills and habits that lent themselves to being an entrepreneur and, and owning your own business and, and growing it. Thank you for that. It's so interesting though. I mean, and you know this as well, when you shift from, you know, relying on that paycheck, <laughs> even, even though you're hustling for it, when you're hustling for yourself, it is definitely a different, it's a different set of rules. And I mean, I remember you saying to, to me, you know, let's figure this out together. And that was just, that was music to my ears. And I knew I was like, okay, this is the right person. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and let's figure it out together includes you and relying on your experience and your intuition and your what you're sensing, because 
you know, I've had plenty of times where clients have said, I just love what you came up with, you know, as we roll out an initiative or, or, you know, come up with a hypothesis for marketing. And I go, I didn't come up with it. Actually, it was something you shared. And, you know, it's now been merchandised into something that's appropriate for this time. And I could see the enthusiasm you had and the excitement and also the passion for it, which to me means there is a lot of belief and that courage to go forward. And let's face it, starting a business is a leap of faith. And we have to keep going back to, okay, um, if I'm going to do this, why is it, why is it going to work for me? I have no evidence that it's going to work for me because I have not yet gained that. So um, it's all about, you got to trust what's inside. You got to have a bit of faith. And you also, you know, have the benefit like you did in, in general, people who have corporate experience, who have other experiences where they were successful, even if it's not corporate, it's just other experiences where they were successful. It's like, we have to go, okay, why would I suddenly be a big old flop? Right. Yeah. So, but it does take courage to do it because most people don't take that, that, you know, that route, they, they will go to the self-doubt. Here's how someone else is doing it better. I don't have these things. It truly does take courage to trust yourself and to trust someone else to figure something out. Well, and I think that's one of the magic things that you bring to the table too, is that you, you don't make people feel bad for what they don't know. <laughs> and it's, it's, I mean, as you sort of said, you know, the idea of being comfortable with what you don't know, that's okay because, because you can learn it because you do have some of those background, you know, that those, those chops that of what you've done in the past to really be able to build on. Yeah. And that's in their instincts, you know, instincts yeah. that you're in the habit of using and navigating your life with. Um, I also like to build on strengths what's there and, and not worry about what's not there, because like you said, it can be learned or you can hire someone to help you with that other part. Um, lots of ways to work around it and still have a great time with what you do know, rather than focusing on what you don't know. Yeah. And I'd love to hear a little bit about your instincts. Um, what, when you started trusting them and you actually went out on your own. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was in the corporate world for about 15 years and I worked for all kinds of different people as I, you know, climbed the corporate ladder and got different experiences. And I was really fortunate because um, I was appointed a few times to do, to behave and, and do things in roles that had never been created before. And so after a while, I was like, that's what consultants do, you know, like what, maybe this is what I should be doing. And, and what I noticed every time I stepped into one of those corporate roles where there was like a need, there was a dire need. There was a time when a, the department store retailer I was working for was moving from a union-based um, company-owned distribution facility to outsourcing to a non-union-based. So the rules are totally different, how people are motivated to respond and get things done. And I had to go in there with a small team of three others and help get things on track quickly um, because there was a learning curve for this new company. So again, I had to rely on what's worked in the past in other roles I had. And I also got to rely on this great team of people. I have to say there were there was a shortage of mentors in that role because, because warehouse operations and merchandising people think very differently. So, so we put our heads together and did that. So there were times like that. But then, you know, one of my most remarkable things that I that I <laughs> lean on is a time when I made an error in uh, in buying. And I was buying, um, I was working on some reorders and I dictated the wrong columns of um, numbers to my factory representative. And therefore we ended up with like triple the amount of revenue, not revenue, excuse me, triple the amount of inventory that we should have had um, that was coming on a boat from overseas. And uh, wow. by the time 
caught my error um, and let him know. He was like, I can't undo this. Uh, you know, this is terrible. So uh, sort of like how you and I began, it was like, well, let's figure this out together. So he and I talked through what the options were. And his main thing was, I can't lose face with this factory. And my main thing was, I even though my company would allow me to cancel these orders, I would feel terrible about it. And it's not the kind of partner I've been with you. So let's do something in the spirit of partnership. So we figured out a way that he could warehouse. He happened to have a warehouse, warehouse this product in the United States. And I would place weekly orders and bring in those reorders quickly and fill in. And, you know, we ended up exponentially growing that category because I was filling in the merchandise faster and there were no holes in the customer experience. So didn't have any lost opportunity costs there anymore. So it worked out. We became really good partners working together. In fact, I eventually designed a job description for myself and, and, and invited myself to go work for him. And I was his first director of marketing in his importing firm. So that was a um, that was a real boost to take this really scary and very embarrassing mistake and doing that and and like coming up with a solution collaboratively and it being a success story for both of us. And then it was a it was a great partnership and we co-created a lot of growth um, first for my company and then for his company when I joined. After a while, you know, like taking taking the leap and moving over to self-employment. I started realizing that my instincts were really good and I had enough experience to, to be trusted to go in and figure out what people would need. And this is something a lot of my clients are nervous about and I don't blame them because I have experienced it myself. The idea that someone's just told me what their problem is, I don't necessarily have the direct experience. Like I can't say I actually solved that exact problem. I have to have the courage to step forward and say, I can figure out how to solve this problem, especially in partnership with someone who, where we both see the same issues and we both have the same desire for the outcome. And over and over again, every time I approach a new client, every time I, you know, I started my business um, and I did restart it following the great, um, excuse me, the 2001.com bust. And so there, there were issues about what, oh, I've never done this before. And I had to keep saying, you know what? Your talent is for figuring it out. And actually I'd say that's what all my clients have as well. When we work together, I'm just accelerating that path so that, so that they can have more fun in the profit <laughs> sooner than planned. Well, such a great story. I, I, I mean, that really speaks to courage and, and ownership, taking responsibility for a mistake and I mean, that really is turning lemons into lemonade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking that moment of like, oh no, what have I done into, okay, what does this give me the potential opportunity to do? Right. And that potential, that's, you know, it's, that's where all the fun is, is the idea of, well, what could this be? And sometimes we have concepts, um, ideas of how it's going to be. And it actually turns out better because we got creative or maybe there was something that came up that made us, um, be a lot more resourceful than we planned. And that's okay. In entrepreneurville, that happens quite a bit. And I, I'm not, I'm not usually thrown when there's a curveball, you know, that comes our way or something that looks like a disaster. It's usually an opportunity. And I, I, I can also speak to that from person, from personal experience with you is that, I mean, it is that sort of calming effect, right? It's just a matter of like, okay, having that fear at first, like what, what is potentially going to happen here, but then being able to like, learn to talk myself down, yeah. <laughs> if, if that makes sense. But, um, but I love that phrase. What could this be? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I think yeah. that really is the core of so much of what you do and allowing people to, to see their own path and to give them the courage to be able to find it. Yes. And, and I'm thinking about a client of mine who I one time was out running. I, we went up to a business lunch and then afterwards we had an errand that he needed to run. I said, oh, I'll go with you. It's on the way to the parking lot. And it was, it, there was a problem to be solved at this retailer. And it was a young person, you know, who obviously was new in his role and very nervous about following the rules. And I just remember my client leaning across the counter and saying, we're two smart people. We can figure out what to do here. And watching this person's confidence and their courage come up, you know, like, okay, let's, let's, let's play. And they did solve the problem. And I just chuckled and I thought, and that's why he's successful in his business too. And in his life as well. Yeah. We're two smart people. We can figure this out. And that that's fun. I mean, you're also talking about like the creativity and the fun and the joy of actually partnering together. So Oh, yes. So good. So good. Well, we need to take a quick break. So let's do that for some ads and we will be right back. This is Suzanne. Please stay tuned. Hey, everybody. It's Suzanne from The Courage Effect. As the seasons changed, I poked into my closet and discovered how stale my wardrobe had become. Everything felt boring and I wanted something different and fresh. I grabbed my laptop and remembered armoire. Why not clothing rental? I could experiment with new styles from jeans to something fancy without spending a ton of money and buying clothes I would only wear a handful of times. Armoire makes clothing rental easy. Build a perfect seasonal wardrobe with brands that are unique, sustainably sourced, and owned by women. All you have to do is take the style quiz, select items from your personalized closet, and they will ship them straight to your door. Armoire allows me to indulge in high quality designer clothing with no guilt. They promote sustainability with fewer items ending up in the donation bag and landfill and no dry cleaning fees. Trust me, your cramp closet and the environment will thank you. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you must try Armoire. And right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style, that's A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash the courage effect to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to The Courage Effect. This is Suzanne. I'm in conversation with Lenora Edwards. So Lenora, in your business, because you really are partnering with entrepreneurs to prosper on their own terms, that takes, I mean, as we talked about before, courage, but it also, it, it puts you in the role of not just supporting people, but pushing people and pushing people out of their comfort zone and into a space where, you know, they'll, they'll start to really trust themselves. Talk a little bit about that, because I know that plays a pretty big role in what you do. Yeah, it really does. And, um, you know, some people usually thank me later for pushing them so hard. But at the time, it's it's difficult because they aren't feeling particularly confident in it. And sometimes what I am proposing may not be completely logical. Right. I, I love this advertising saying um, that I remember from many years ago. Without the logic, nobody will believe you. And without the magic, nobody will care. And sometimes my clients come to me with a value proposition that is not properly balanced between the magic and logic. And usually it's too heavy on the logic side. And I'm like, that's so logical. I'm not sure what would make somebody lean in and want to buy from you. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it has no feeling to it. And so 
let's look at the magic of how you deliver that and start talking about that. And there's a lot of hesitation in this area. People go, well, doesn't everybody do that? You know, isn't that what all, everyone does? No. And so that's why I insist on interviewing my clients' clients so I can learn more about not just the impact of the work and the deliverables, but also how the client felt what the um, user experience was like. It's just like, I'm like, you have got to learn to talk about that when you're marketing yourself because you want clients who resonate with you. So um, always later, I get really great support, you know, when people come back and say, I see it now, I see it now, but they usually need proof. So impressing someone, it's, I've even had to do it in kind of a weird way. Um, this is like the oddest example. The idea that there were two occasions in all these clients in, all, in two decades, there were two occasions where we created the business and it launched and it was cash flowing. And my clients, these two unrelated to one another really hated it. They didn't like mm. the business. They didn't like how they had to perform in the business. They weren't necessarily feeling aligned with their clients. And in those two cases, I said, well, we're just going to have to start over and I'm not going to charge you again. We're not redoing a contract. You're supposed to have a business that you want to thrive in. Um, and so we got the money part right, but we didn't get the alignment with how you want to prosper. Talking those two people into it was hard because they were super attached to their ideas. And I had to keep pointing to, but look at how you feel, you know, and that's what, you know, if like, if you look, think of courage residing in some engine and of who we are, you know, if it's getting crowded out with unpleasantness and, you know, drained feelings, et cetera, it's really hard for courage to grow and, and um, become like the part of you that really makes a performance, you know, a pleasing performance, you know, possible. So I was successful in <laughs> helping them say, you know, I, I can't, I can't endorse this. I'm watching how you're coming to our meetings, how you speak about these businesses. It has to stop. We have to go back to like our initial conversations and what you said you wanted and choose something else that still comes from your great experience where you can deliver value, but, but has you performing and creating and using your gifts and talents in a way that makes you feel good with people you want to help. Um, those were the hardest ones, you know? So the first one I mentioned is like, everyone goes through that. That makes sense. But those were like the show-stopping ones. And Part of having courage is also the idea that you don't have to be right or be attached to old ideas. And that's hard for us because in the corporate world, it's all about track record. It's all about, you know, you said, you said in your performance, you know, objectives, you were going to do something. Now you did it. Well, what if halfway through the year, you learned that that performance wasn't actually going to serve the company? <laughs> you know, some of us, you know, were burned at the stake for pointing that out and changing it and, and also rewarded later. But it was just, you know, it's it's very hard in that more rigid, rigid, structured world to um, to color outside the lines to say, I think I see another path here. Um, and that's what I really love watching my clients adopt is that idea that you don't have to be looking straight ahead. You can use your peripheral vision. You can look around. You can ask others. You can ask yourself. That's what I want clients to do most. Ask yourself. So when you ask yourself what, what comes up here, because you got a lot of good intel and I want to hear that before anything else. Mm. So a lot, I mean, kudos to you for actually having the the, the fortitude. <laughs> I mean, that's courage, but also, also, I mean, there's also a lot of additional work that goes into that with you, right? I mean, you're, you're investing even further with that did. And it sounds like both of them were a little bit 
hesitant at first, but both of them came around to, to the recommendations of, of changing. Yeah. And they still have those businesses. And that's I'd great. say it's 10 plus years for both of them. So, um, so it sucks because that's the other thing is I want, I said, I want it to stick and, you know, you can change things along the way, no worries, but fundamentally this is the wrong business for you. And someone along the line told you that, and, and you know, now that I'm thinking about this, this happens in initial prospect meetings many times where someone's telling me what they're going to do. And I can tell they're well-versed in it and they've been discussing it with others. And maybe they've looked at their resume and said, yes, I should be doing that. But at the very end of the meeting in the last five minutes, they go, let me tell you something crazy. And I think, okay, <laughs> this is it. This is the real part of the business, you know, and it'll be, it, it, it won't be so completely different, but it'll be a, a unique way they want to deliver on it or a unique set of people or a channel they want to serve. And so when they say that, I go, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I want to help you with that because now you're not a commodity. Now you've yeah. got a truly unique value proposition and, and you don't need every client on the planet to come to you. You need your clients to come to you. So let's make sure we're really good about talking about that for your website. And of course, to your referral partners and that you are going to get your dream, but it's really funny how people usually use the word crazy. and. Um, yeah, I when I when I was working in an office, it was a white there was a whiteboard. I'd be like, oh whoa, go grab a pen, <laughs> start sketching it out. It was it was phenomenal. It was a fantastic experience. Now, how do you feel about that? Well, fired up. I'm like, okay, that's what we're gonna do. And and it's my job to make sure it makes money. I mean, that's definitely my clients are the breadwinners, the rainmakers in their family, and it has to cash flow. So I'm not doing it just for fun. I'm doing it for their living, for how they're going to prosper. Yeah. It's so powerful. And I mean, so much of it reminds me of the work I do in coaching, right? The idea of like, what, what is the blue sky? What, what, like, like giving them that pen <laughs> to be able to draw out, like if, if you could just like incarnate something that is kind of harebrained or, you know, really what you would dream of, there is something to be said about that. And I, I have, I love the idea of, you know, sort of then doing a work back of, okay, if that's what it, if that's what it is, how then do we make it profitable that you're really harnessing that possibility with them? Well, and that you're just, you're touching on something that I'm really excited about. And that is um, not getting hung up about what the, what is while you figure out the how, and many times that could be exactly what gets in the way is figuring out how. It's like, let's figure out what, and especially make sure there's a good why behind it. Cause I think that's very motivating. And then the how we're smart people, we can figure it out. <laughs> we can do that. But I think that a lot of, I, I kind of wonder if it comes from traditional school learning um, where it's a kind of a linear thing. And so the how leads up to the what, um, the in math, show your work, how you got to this. Well, yeah. Sometimes there are gaps and then that's where you work with other people to figure out where the gaps are, but that's where the courage comes in, you know, to say, okay, you know, we're smart people. I'm a smart person. I've got a lot of experience. I'm so fixated on this. What I'm, I'm certain I can come up with the how. And for me, I sometimes, I sometimes can't help myself when I have to, you know, course correct with a client a little bit. And I'll say, I'm so fixated on this vision that you created for me when we met, I can't let go of it. So the how, like, you know, let's, let's just continue to figure that out. There's going to be a breakthrough, by the way, usually preceded by a breakdown. So I'm getting, I'm excited to get that. <laughs> like, Oh, good. That happened. Okay. We can now do, do the breakthrough and, and move forward. <laughs> 
Yeah. And that can be part of the process, right? Because that's where you need to deconstruct what you've essentially constructed to this point. Right. Right. And it is not easy to do because of attachment. I mean, I think that, I think that courage comes from lack of attachment. It's just like, um, that's a bunch of information over here. And we really do have to like, put it in a little box, a compartment, leave it over here and say, if this keeps showing up for me, what is it? You know, it's generally not a crazy idea. I, I don't think I've heard in all this time with all these clients, a crazy idea that wasn't business worthy. It's there's this glimmer, this thing, this opportunity. And it's like, okay, I, I can usually help them find the gold in it. And the other thing that happens, even with like kind of concrete things like writing back and forth, you know, like the messaging and how it evolves over time. And you and I did that. We riffed on some messaging in the very beginning. And so it's fun for me to say, well, you know, these aren't the right words, but how about the feeling is da, 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 and then I'll have some clumsy thing I share. And then my client comes back. It just came back to me this morning in an email from a client. We worked on a, a short script for a referral partner email and she said, it's just missing a couple of things that indicate the personal connection and the fun. And so she changed three lines. She, and it became a magnificent email that truly represented her and the opportunity that she was presenting in this email. And I love that kind of words and music way that I get to work with my clients. Yeah, it's fun. And they get the results that they need because they have the ultimate say in what goes out and they usually can. And that's another thing that fortifies the courage is the confidence that comes from oh my gosh, I, I did ultimately come up with that. I just added what I saw so that they could look again and then come up with a different take. Yeah, and what I'm also hearing too is also having the courage to ask for feedback, right? I mean, like them basically putting it out there and being ready to have that, you know, maybe picked apart a little bit and and getting comfortable with not being attached to what what they think it needs to look like right now. Yeah, on the picking apart when someone shows me something they have been doing, I'm I'm usually I'll just say, you know what? There's the the one thing that's holding you back here is the blah blah. Um, I won't go through with a red pen. You know, it's like it's the one thing. So how do we get that back in there? Usually they're taking the personality out of it. So I'm like a little too dry, too much logic, not enough magic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and I, I love the whole logic magic equation. And unfortunately, we need to wrap up. This is such a wonderful conversation. Thank you for being here. I want to give a couple of highlights of what I'm taking away. Um, courage comes from lack of attachment, which I think is so important for us to really have the opportunity to ask, what could this be? And trusting your intuition and really leveraging uh, the power of partnership. So Lenora, thank you for being my guest. Thank you for being a partner. We will make sure that all of your information is on the website. And I hope that all of you enjoyed this conversation conversation today. Thank you. Stay courageous. We will talk to you soon.